Yes, yes. All you got to do is do what you do at home. That's it. <laughs> Spend time with him at home. Come here. We got to get new chairs. We're going to burn them up. Hallelujah. We ready? You may be seated. You may be seated. Let's get on with the word for today. Glory. We taping everything good, Tremaine? Hallelujah. All right, let's get into the word for the day. Y'all ready? Yeah. Hallelujah. Uh, we're doing a new series. We're starting a new series called Building Gods. Called Building Gods. All right. There's no way we can be children of God and not be gods. Okay. You didn't come out of the world to come in here and to have us address your human life. There's an exchange here. Amen. So the series is called Building Gods. Building Gods. All right, we're here to build his children. Abba has a predestined plan for his children, and that is to build us up. Jesus said, I will build my church. He said, I will build my church. He gave a five-fold ministry so that we could build the body. The scripture tells us to build up one another. The Bible tells us to pray in tongues to. Come on, y'all, talk to me. The Bible tells us to pray in tongues so we can do what? To build ourselves up. The Bible says that we are his building. The Bible tells us to build foundations. And on that foundation, build on that. Now. I do have a disclaimer for you today. We are not here to repair your human life. I can't fix your marriage. If you can be like God, that'll fix it. <laughs> I can't fix your finances. If I can align you with the God that's in you, and you can align yourself with his systems, it'll fix itself. I can't fix your relationships. I can't fix your situations and circumstances in your life. But if you become like your heavenly father, it'll fix itself. We are, we do, we are not here to repair humans. Jesus said that there has to be an exchange here. There has to be an exchange of life. You give your human life to get a God life. You give your natural life to get a spiritual life. When Jesus came on the scene, the first thing he said was, repent. Repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. It's available right now, he was telling us. He said, repent means to change your mind, change the way you're thinking. Now, if I'm going to change my mind, I'm going to change the way I'm thinking, what am I going to change my mind to? So we have to be willing to exchange the natural life for the spiritual life. The Bible says that he predestined us to conform to the image of his son. When you conform to something, you look at that thing and you become it. 
The Bible tells us to imitate him as his beloved children. How do you imitate? You look and you mock. You do exactly what he did. The Bible says that the mind that was in Christ Jesus, not is in Christ Jesus, it said, let the mind that was in Christ Jesus be also in you. So all you got to do is read the Gospels. Read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and you can see how Jesus responded. You can see the mind of Christ if you look at Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. He said, conform. He said, when I'm done with you, you're going to be an entirely different form. He says, Trans be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The word trans means to come across. So he said, come from being a human to being God. Transform. He said, don't be conformed to the world so we know what we're not supposed to be like. He said, but instead be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I guess that's why he rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and translated us into his kingdom. He's letting us know, in my kingdom, you can't think like a natural man. The natural man does not understand the things of the spirit. They cannot discern them. But the Bible said, according to us, that we judge all things spiritually. We are children that live in his household. Whoa, whoa. Raise your hand if you're a child of God. I need to know who the altar call is going to be for. Okay. Amen. Amen. So we don't even have to do the altar call. If you are a child of God, you should be living your life as if you live from his household. The Bible said that the word is forever settled in heaven. If you are his child, then obedience should be a natural thing. We have to get used to his presence. You should be lost without his presence. You should be, you should be like a fish outside of water. You should be like a bird with no wings. If you can't get in his presence, that's all Eden was. That's why they're still looking for it. Eden was the presence. Eden was his presence. It was an open heaven. That's what Adam lost. Jesus came to bring that back. He didn't come to bring back worship services and pray. No, all of this has a purpose to it. I don't know what you did. Okay, I'm not going to start. I, I'm going to start. I don't know what you did at your last church. I don't know what they taught you. I don't know the thought process, but we're training to become gods. Don't come here to fix your situation. Come here to change your life. Our first scripture, which will be our title scripture, comes from none other than Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. In 27, and it reads, it says, then God said. Hmm. That's it. That's all we need, really. <laughs> then God said. After that, it's all truth. After that, we know what we need to shift our mind to. Our faith has to be in him as a father and what he said. This is the first mentioning of man in the Bible that's why I'm telling you, the Bible is not a history of the earth. The Bible is a history of God's movement in the earth. God said, let us make man in our image. Talking about us. Talking about y'all. Say, so he's talking about me. According to our likeness. He said, God said this. 
The preacher didn't say this. The pastor didn't say this. The Bible didn't say this. God said this. He's announcing his agenda. I need to, I'm making you in my image and according to my likeness. Then he said, they will rule over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the sky, the livestock, the whole earth, and the creatures that crawl on the earth. Verse 27 says, so God created man. He did what he said he was going to do in Genesis 1:26. So God created man in his own image. He created him in the image of God. He created them male and female. So the male and the female on this planet are here because he created them to be like that. Now, we know that Adam fell. The Bible says that the first Adam was a living soul. The last Adam was a life-giving spirit. So the first Adam, we were supposed to become gods through his, his sperm and Eve womb. But before they could have kids... Satan came and got in the way. Had they had one child. <laughs> had they had one child, we could have carried on. So what does that tell you? Satan is always there when you're getting ready to birth something. Okay. So we inherited it. We inherited. Y'all heard my ghetto come out? That's from watching Martin. No. <laughs> so we inherited the fall. We inherited the life that is in Adam. Jesus came to restore. That's what the redemption is. The first Adam was a living soul. The last Adam, not the next, not the second. The last Adam is a life-giving spirit. He came to connect us at the spirit. That's why we are the body of Christ and we're not the body of Jesus. We're not the body of the Holy Spirit. We are the body of Christ. He came to connect us there. And so Jesus came to restore what Adam lost. Amen. All right. Now let's look at a conversation that Jesus is having with the Pharisees, the religious folks. John chapter 10 Verse 30, we'll go to 35. Jesus said, I and the Father are one. Again, the Jews picked up rocks to stone him. Jesus replied, have I, have I shown you many good works from the Father? For which of these works are you stoning me? The Pharisee said, we aren't stoning you for a good work. Jesus answered, but for blasphemy, because you, being man, make yourself God. How did he make himself God? He just said, I and the Father are one. He just said he was one with his Father. So we claim, I didn't even say the title of the message. The title of the teaching on the day is substantiate the claim. Substantiate the claim. If we're going to say that we're God's children, we have to be able to prove it by Scripture. So what I'm going to do today is I want to prove through Scripture that you are God's child and that you are God's. Okay, back to it. It's, he said, we aren't stoning you for a good work, the Jews answered, but for blasphemy, 
because you, being a man, make yourself God. Now, he never said he was God. He just said that God was his father. He just said that he was one with him. But they knew that if God was his father, he had to be a God. They knew if he said that statement, that that was what he was really saying. Because you can't have a father and you not be like him. You ever see puppies give birth to humans? You ever see humans give birth to puppies? <laughs> you ever see a kangaroo give birth to a horse? You can only give birth to what is like you. That's why the Bible says we have to worship in spirit and in truth. You have to worship in spirit because that's the likeness. They said, because you being a man make yourself God. Verse 34, Jesus answered, it is written in your law. I said you are God's. If he called those whom the word of God came to God and the scriptures cannot be broken. So Jesus didn't retract his, he didn't, he didn't say, no, I ain't a God. He didn't retract the statement that he was one with his father. He went to tell them, look, it is written in your law that I said you were gods. I know who I am. The problem is y'all don't know who y'all are. The issue here ain't that I said I'm a God, the issue is that you don't agree. Now, this is before salvation. This is before the cross. No blood has been shed. Now, where did he get that from? Psalms, chapter 82. Now, I want you guys to read the whole, uh, it's like seven verses. I'm going to start at verse 5. It says, they do not know or understand. They wander in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. Verse 6. I said you are gods. You are all sons of the most high. We're going to substantiate the claim. Verse 7 said, however, you would die like humans and fall like any other ruler. He said, I said you're God's. I created you in my image according to my likeness. I crowned you with my glory and my honor. I said what I wanted you to be. All of you are God's. All of you are the sons of the most high. He said, but if you don't align with what I say, you're going to die like a mere human. It's a suffering thing to live your life outside of his predestined purpose for you. He predestined you. Why did he predestine you? Because you're his child. Why did he predestine his child? Because he needs his child to succeed in earth to be relevant in heaven. Let's keep it moving. First Peter 1.23. For you have been born again, not of seed which is perishable, but imperishable, that is through the living and enduring word of God. Now, he said we have been born again, but it's not through a seed that is perishable. Seeds that are perishable mean they die. They wither away. They decay. They're not permanent. 
He said, but instead, the seed that you were born again through, not only is it the living word of God, and by the way, the Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. The Bible said that all things were created through the word. So he just given us what we already had. He just given us what we were created through. But he said the seed that we are created through is imperishable. This is why we have eternal life. Imperishable means it's permanent. It means it's immortal. It's indestructible. It's indestructible. It's enduring. We got to substantiate the claim. You have to know without a shadow of a doubt who he said you is according to the word, not according to the pastor. Not a, look, according to what the Bible says, according to what the, hold on, let me say, I, 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 according to what the word of God says. Okay, now, the word of God to us is aligned in our covenant. The Old Testament is not our covenant. The New Testament is our covenant. So the word of God to us is the New Testament. The word of God to them was the Old Testament. We can learn from the Old Testament, but we live for the New Testament. We live in the New Testament. Our obedience is to come by the New Testament. The word of God to us, what he has spoken to his children, is New Testament. Let's keep it moving. John chapter 1 verse 12. It says, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become what? Children of God. To those who believe in his name. Here we go. Who were born. Not of blood. Nor of the will of flesh. Nor of the will of man. This ain't got nothing to do with your freaky parents. But of God. Icebreaker. Kill a vision, right? <laughs> it says, those who were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Which means that man ain't got nothing to do with this. Man can't stop this. <laughs> Once you're connected with him, there's nothing anyone else can do about it. That's why the Bible says God is a spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That's why Jesus, when he came to the woman at the well, he said, my father is looking for true worshipers. True worshipers, true worshipers. He said a time is coming when you won't worship in a place. He, then he said the time is coming and is now where the true worshipers worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Now, he said a time is coming. And then he said and, and is now. So the moment he said and is now, he did away with Old Testament worship. And now worship must be done as a child. That's why he said the true worshipers worship the Father. 
The true worshipers don't worship Jesus. Jesus said that. <laughs> Jesus said that, not me. Jesus said the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Then he says, the Father seeks such. Which means, he said, I ain't looking for worshipers. I know. We just ended half of the denominations. Well, <laughs> one scripture. That's why the Bible says flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Flesh and blood can't live in the spirit realm. That's why you have to understand Jesus. Jesus died on the cross. Christ went into hell, took the keys to hell, hell death, and the grave, got back up in the body. Holy Spirit woke him up, said, get up. It's the third day. The division is this. Jesus died. The flesh died. So we know the flesh wasn't God. We know the flesh wasn't God because it died. The proof that he was the son of God is that the spirit got it back in the body. Okay. The proof that you are a child of God is that the spirit lives in you. Christ lives in you. That's why the Bible says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. That's why the Bible says that Christ is the seed. Whatever that is. That's deep. Amen. Psalm one to <laughs> John chapter three, verse three through six. It says, Jesus responded to him, truly, truly, I say to you, unless someone is born again, he cannot do what? See the kingdom. Nicodemus said to him, how can a person be born when he is old? He cannot enter his mother's womb a second time and be born, can he? Jesus answered, truly, truly, I say to you, unless someone is born of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the flesh can never be spiritual. That which is born of the spirit is spiritual. But he's saying the moment that you are born again, you can now see into the kingdom of God. So when you were born again, you got spiritual eyes. Why do you need spiritual eyes? Because you're a God. I need to see my father's world. I need to understand his world. So I was born again, and that's why when, when Nicodemus originally came to Jesus, he came to him and said, I know you are a teacher that comes from God. Nobody can do the miracles that you do unless he be with God. Jesus didn't respond to that statement. He told him how he could see. He told him how he can participate. He said, if you were born again, you can now see the kingdom. Not only can you see it, you can enter it. So God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Then Jesus said that we are gods. Then the Bible says that we are born again, but it ain't got nothing to do with man. <laughs> the new birth has nothing to do with man. But it's all through the will of God. Then he said, if we're born again, we should be able to see the kingdom. Give me my music back. We should be able to see the kingdom. And because we can see, we can enter into the spirit realm. We can live from that kingdom. That's why the Bible gives us the command to walk in the spirit. 
to walk in the spirit. When you walk in the spirit, you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walking in the spirit is walking as a what? All right, let's do this again. Walking in the spirit is walking as a what? A God. So that is the command that he has given us. Walk in the spirit. When you walk in the spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. So that's why I'm telling y'all, we, look, we come to church to, to be developed as gods. That's why I don't understand how people miss it. But the reason why we miss it because we don't understand what we're becoming. I told you in 2014, I, I had to, uh, the father was like, look, just leave. Because I knew I was a son. I had been studying sonship for four years. Now, if y'all know the number four, that means new beginning. I had been studying sonship for four years. And I was hearing the word being taught, but it wasn't bringing me to that point. And the spirit came to me and said, why is the church the only place where people show up every Sunday, but they have no idea what they're becoming? They have no idea what they're becoming. They just show up, clap their hands, stump their feet, sing songs, sweat, perms, get to And have no idea what they're growing into. Not here. Not here. The Bible says, as a man think in his heart, so is he. How do you think about yourself? How do you see yourself? Okay, do you see yourself? Okay, I hear you, but some situations, <laughs> them circumstances, they come to test and see. Are you who you said you are? Satan gonna show up if you be the son of God. Pay them tithes. <laughs> if you be the son of God, forgive. If you be the son of God, love. It's going to show up to prove. Everything that he is, we should be. He's given us permission for that. Let's keep it moving. 2 Corinthians 5.16. It says, therefore, from now on, we, we recognize no one by the flesh. I'm going to read that again. Y'all didn't get excited or nothing. Y'all looking at verse 16. says, therefore, from now on, we recognize no one by the flesh. So when I look at you, I should see a God. I should see God's child. They, we don't recognize you by your flesh. Somebody got him. If, you, if your mic is on, turn it off. He says, even though we have known Christ by the flesh, yet now we know him in this way no longer. <laughs> That's a whole nother revelation. Verse 17, it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, this person is a new creation. The old things passed away. Behold, things, new things have come or all things are now new. So the moment you get saved, it's a new creation. They seen the sin in you. They seen the you in Adam, but they ain't seen the you in Christ. It's a new creation. You are now a new creature. 
That's why I say all things are past. That's why I'm trying to tell y'all, look, y'all better stop showing up to deliverance services acting like y'all the old person. It's a new person there. If Satan lives there, then the new person ain't there. Old things are passed away. If Satan is there, it's because I disagree with what the Father said, and I agree with what Satan said. That's why being born again is important, but even more understanding the stages of sonship. You got to understand what you are growing up into. Okay, we don't just come to church, clap our hands, and hope one day that we got a seat in heaven. That is your home. Like, that is your home. That's where we live. <laughs> That's where we reside right now. We're not trying to, we're not trying to uh, uh, jockey our way in. We're not trying to earn a seat at the table. He said he prepared the table in front of our enemies. <laughs> we're thinking backwards. We're trying to get at the seat at the table. No. The table's already prepared. The Bible says that your citizenship is in heaven. He said you're a pilgrim passing through. Stop acting like you're from earth. Why would the Bible tell us think heavenly? What? What do you mean think heavenly? <laughs> and then it tells us when we think heavenly, it brings life and peace. But it says when, it brings, when we think earthly, it brings death. Which means the moment we start thinking earthly, it separates us from our household. It, it separates us from our home. Imagine someone is, is from Mexico. They don't speak the language of America. Imagine they came over to America and forgot where they're from. They can't speak the language. This is why we pray in tongues. We pray in tongues because that's the language of our home. We pray in tongues because that's the language of God's. The Bible says we can, when we pray in tongues, we're not talking to man. We're talking directly to God. The Bible says when we pray in tongues, we're building our spirit. Man, it don't make sense in the natural. <laughs> it don't make sense in the natural. But that's why the Bible says have the mind of Christ. First Corinthians 15 and 15. I got a couple minutes. He said, now I say this, brother. Now I say this, brothers and sisters. Y'all read that for me. I'm having a hard time. Hold on. That's it right there. Okay. Now I say this, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Stop focusing on your flesh. I know you want to be cute, you want to be handsome, you want to be buff, but the Bible says the bodily exercise profit little. And we know in the natural it profits a lot. But in comparison to spiritual, it profits nothing. It does nothing for you to be perfectly healthy and die and go to hell. It does nothing for you to be perfectly healthy in the natural, but in the spiritual, you're unhealthy. 
verse 51. It says, behold, I am telling you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will be changed. <laughs> We're going to shed this flesh and be God's forever. It says, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable. And we will be changed. For this perishable must put on imperishable and this mortal must put on immortality. The words expects you to be a God. You can't live this life if you don't see it this way. This is the failure of most believers is that they believe that they're Christians, but they don't believe that they're gods. They believe they belong to a local assembly. They believe in a pastor. They believe in a denomination. But they don't believe in who he said they are. This is stuff you wake up to. This is stuff you go to, to sleep through. This is the stuff that's, the, the stuff that's slipping your mind when you go through situations and circumstances. We're not talking about spooky stuff. I'm God. I'm going to walk through a wall. No, just walk in love. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll get to walls later. Okay. We'll get to floating and levitating, all that stuff later. Let's just stick to the basics of being a forgiven. <laughs> okay. It says, but when the perishable puts on the imperishable and this mortal puts on the immortality, then we will come about the saying that is written, death has been swallowed up in victory. That's why the Bible says that we are more than conquerors. You triumphant right now. You victorious right now. There's no way you can lose. If somebody came and shot you in your head right now, you win. If you die today, you win. And it's an upgrade. Just do the will. Just do the will. Don't worry about nothing else. Paul said, look, it's better for me to be there. But for you, I need to be here. He said, for y'all, I, I need to be here to preach the gospel to y'all. But for me, I'd rather just be gone off the face of this earth. John 17 and 3. We just talking. We substantiating the claim. I need to prove it. I need to prove it to you. You need to see it in the scriptures so that you can't say I said it. All you got to do is point and read. That's all you need. Look, the only, look y'all, talking. only deliverance you need is the word. The Bible says, as a man think in his heart, so is he. I was talking to a delivered minister the other day. I was like, look, half the stuff y'all trying to cast out of people, it'll come out if they just knew who they were. It just come off, you know who you are. The Bible says, as a man think in his heart, watch this, as a man think in his heart, so is he. The Bible says that the word is spirit and life. 
The Bible said the word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. The Bible says that the word is truth, sanctify us through truth. The Bible says that the word, to, to, that the word cleanses. Jesus said he cleansed his disciples by what he taught them. It wasn't no services, wasn't no demons, wasn't no coughing, nothing. He healed them by simply feeding them the truth. And when they agreed with it, everything else in their life healed. The Bible tells husband, wash your wife with the water of the word. If you want to be clean, find the scriptures that say who you are, stand and confess it until, you, until it change. That's all you got to do. Take this message right here and play it until you agree with it. Until you believe it, until you walk in it. This is why we're doing the 21 days of discipline. Because you, gotta, if you can't be a God if you don't discipline yourself. You're going to remain a human. Complaining, crying, whining about everything that happens in this world because you don't see the power you have. You're going to stay doubting who he said you are. Your father is Yahweh, self-existing. Nobody created him. He made a decision on his own that I want to make them gods like me. <laughs> this was him. He said, I want to make them like me. I want to give them everything I got. I want to share with them. I want to love them. I want to give them gifts of the spirit. I want to give them power. I want to give them anointing. I Come on. <laughs> the Bible says that you are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus far, far, far above, far above, far above all of Satan, his whole army, far above. We're far above. They ain't nowhere near you. But they whisper in your ear, and you forgot. You forgot. You forgot what you were created like. That's why the Bible, I guess that's why the Bible said the word is a mirror. All you need is a word. How do you got the seed of Christ living inside of you? You got the Holy Spirit resting on you. And you need a demon taken out of you? Tell me one time, tell me one time in scripture, okay, where Jesus delivered a demon from his disciples. I'm waiting. Tell me one time where the Apostle Paul got together with Peter and they did an exorcism on the body. There's a bigger problem here. There's a bigger issue here. Now, if you can't get to the point where you can't hear the word and you can't change, maybe we need to do some little work on you, okay? That's fine. But the only issue is that you're not taking the word and applying it. Amen. Apostle said, listen to the podcast and you, you watch the sports center. You're not going to the NBA. You're not going to be in the NFL. Okay, why are you spending all your time watching that? <laughs> Apostle said, listen to the podcast and you watch everything on Netflix. The boondocks ain't going to help you. It's, it's your problem. It's what you're feeding yourself. Until you agree with him, don't feed yourself nothing else. That's a commandment. That's a commandment. Until you agree with him, don't feed yourself nothing else. That is a commandment. You done watched the whole series in one day. 
The whole app, you didn't. Read two chapters of the Bible and I'm tired. How is it that you're tired when you pick up the word, but you ain't tired? Because your flesh feeds off of that. When, when you get to the, the point when, when you get in the word and you, who did, who did that 21 days of discipline this week? Okay. Who the more they confess got energy? Come on. Who the more they confess the word, you can feel the fire inside of you. You don't need coffee. Get up, pray in tongues, and confess them scriptures. I bet you wake up. Because your flesh is tired, not your spirit. Your spirit doesn't sleep. Your spirit is never asleep. Your mind don't even need rest. It just needs to shift. Your mind gets bored. You are God. <laughs> it gets bored staying in one place for too long. It gets bored. You just need to go from this to this to this to this. John 17 and 3. It says, and this is eternal life. This is eternal life. This is eternal life. That they may know you. Who are we talking about? The Father? Jesus is talking to his Father. That they may know. This is eternal life. That they may know you. Not when you get there. Not when you get to heaven. You should have known him here. You, ha you should have been a son here. You should have been a daughter here. So when you get, what? If you don't like his presence, you're going to be out of place in heaven. If you don't like being in his presence, you're going to be uncomfortable when you die if you're a child. <laughs> if you're uncomfortable down here, I promise you, you ain't going to make it. Somebody, somebody turn the AC on. Ain't none. Not just <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> and this is eternal life, that they may know you the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. This is eternal life. That you know your heavenly father and that he sent his son to bring you to him. His son is the mediator between man and God. That's why we don't praise and worship and do praise and worship to him. He's the mediator. He was here to get us into the relationship. He said, okay, now I'm not, he said that he was the way, the truth, and the life. And nobody can come to the father except through him. He said that he was the door. He, the Bible said that he is the mediator, a mediator between man and God. And someone mediates a relationship. When the relationship is brought together, when it's reconciled, the mediator moves, leaves. Because the whole purpose was for the relationship to be between y'all two. The mediator don't go home with you. You don't now have to have a relationship with the mediator and a relationship with the one in which he mediated you to. That's why Jesus said, pray to your father. Worship your father. When you get into the secret place, your father going to be there. Your father will reward you. He said, I got nothing for you. I got nothing for you. I'm the ransom. I'm the propitiation. I'm a lamb. You're like me. You're heirs of God, but you're joint heirs with me. Second Peter, I got eight minutes. Second Peter, one and three. This is my last, it's my last scripture. Yes. Last scripture. <laughs> Look, in the Old Testament, them folks stood up for six, seven hours while they read them scripts. 
They didn't have no chairs. When they followed Jesus, they followed Jesus for it wasn't around the corner. It was for miles, for days. Salvation just not important to us. That's why the people over in Africa are killing us. Because it's, it's I'm going to say it's real, but it's poor. It's impoverished. So their need, they know if I don't get it from heaven, I, can't, I don't get it. We know if we don't get it from heaven, we can go get some stamps. Okay, we can borrow it from somebody. We get on the welfare system. They got 10,000 programs to get your bills paid, all this stuff. And so we, we go through all these things, and then if they don't work, help God. He the last resort. And you know what that means? That's not faith. That's not faith. If he ain't the first, it ain't faith. Faith has three components to it, okay? The first component of faith is to have faith, you must understand that the invisible created the visible. Okay? Secondly, it must be in the Father. Thirdly, you must know the systems. Second Peter, it says, his divine power has given us some things, what, I misread that. His divine power has given us everything required for life and godliness. But it is only through the knowledge. So you have to go get the information. Confess it. Meditate on it. Whatever you meditate on, you become like. Stop thinking about your problems. You becoming them. Through the knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and goodness. So he's given us everything, Ola. Everything. Not some things. Everything. You have not because you ask not. You keep asking your friends, your cousin, your family. You keep asking people who as soon as they give it, they want it back. Ask him for anything. Just simple stuff. Father, help me to stay focused and watch him. And watch him work. Help me to be a better man. And just watch him. Just ask him. We ain't talking about, we ain't talking about a house. We ain't talking about no cars. Just help me to steward my finances. And watch when you go to spend, he speak. Just watch. Ask him, Father, teach me how to be disciplined and focused. And watch when you get ready to go do something and he tell you to go do something else. The reason he ain't talking because you don't want to be focused. You want to focus on what you want to focus on. He can only speak when your heart is ready to receive. Verse 4 says, by these he has given us very great and precious promises so that through them you may share. Share in the divine nature. Share in the divine nature. It's only two natures. It's the sinful nature, the human nature, 
And then there's the divine nature, the godly nature. He's given you all things according to life, spiritual life, and godliness. Everything he's given you is for your spiritual life and godliness. Let me say that again. Everything that he has given you is for your spiritual life and godliness. None of the stuff he's given you for your flesh and your natural life. There's only two natures. The divine power has given us everything required. The divine power has given us great and precious promises. And the precious promises are so we can partake. He wants us to participate in this. He said, I want you to act like God's. So everything I'm giving you, dreams. R really? Kirby had a dream. <laughs> it's funny. Okay. No, because you got to see. We, some of the stuff y'all call us and tell us is going on in y'all dreams. If y'all call anybody else outside this body, they think y'all was crazy. Okay. Some of the things you see in the spirit realm, if you talk to anybody outside this body, they're going to think you're crazy. I got a family member who they have a whole lot of dreams and visions, and they keep sharing it with natural people. And so the natural people in my family are calling me, telling me they're crazy. I'm like, they're not crazy. Y'all just don't understand what's going on. And the thing about it is, is the person hears because they have a prophetic gift, but they want to attach themselves to the body. So they keep talking to humans about godly things, and they think they're crazy. You ain't crazy for nothing other, nothing other than not showing up in the body. Some of the dreams that y'all come and tell, man, Kirby had a dream that y'all know Chung Lee from, what is that from? Street Fighter? That she came in here in the sanctuary and was trying to fight me. And she was kicking you know, that little kick, da, 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 real quick. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't stop acting like y'all don't know. All right. He said, and I was blocking it with one hand. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Show me how to dream. He walking underwater. When it got time for Kirby to come to this church, he had, what, five dreams? He had five dreams. In every dream, his car kept breaking down in front of my house. This is a spiritual life. That's why I say take it serious. He didn't die so you can get cars, houses. That comes with the life. That's nothing. He, he died so you can get the spiritual stuff. He died so you can have a heavenly father. He didn't die so you can be blessed. You are already blessed. The Bible says he, says he has blessed you with every spiritual blessing. Watch this. In heavenly places. <laughs> In Christ. So what you want to do is get in Christ and get heavenly. So you can get the blessings. The only thing that's missing is you in Christ thinking heavenly. That's the only thing stopping the blessings from coming. It's waiting on you to align yourself. I said you were God's. I said you were God's. He said, but you're going to die like humans. Because you won't repent. You won't change your mind. I told you, you come talking to me, 
Walk by faith, not by sight. You going to come telling me what's going on in your life? And I'm going to tell you, what do you see? What do you see? What's going on in your life right now? Tell me what you see. And then tell me what he said. According to the word. Why would he tell you to imitate him? Why would a creature... A being who is eternal. Why would he tell us ter- eternal creatures to imitate him? The Bible said that the creation is groaning. You was thinking that when I said it? I must have said it right when she was thinking it. The creation is groaning. I'm not going to do what you did. All right, I'm <laughs> if y'all wasn't here, oh well. <laughs> the creation is groaning, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. The creation is groaning. That ain't just plants and animals, that's your relatives. All creation is groaning, waiting for you to become who he said you were. They're waiting for it to be manifested. That's why the Bible said that the word became flesh, and they saw his glory. The word became flesh. So you don't need no deliverance, just let the word become flesh. Think how your heavenly father say, and the Bible says, submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he got no choice. He got no choice. He got no choice but to leave. He can only stay, watch this, if you agree with him. The same confessions that can make a person a homosexual is the same confessions that can get you saved. You agree with God and you became his child. If you agree with homosexuality, you become a homosexual. If you agree with poverty, you become impoverished. If you want to leave it, just disagree. If you want to know any area of your life you want to change, find a place in the Bible that disagrees with it and feed it to yourself. You don't have to be fearful. Just read every scripture in the Bible. Take it, write it down, write five scriptures down on a piece of paper. And as soon as fear come over you, confess those scriptures. Confess them until they break. I feel no evil because he is with me. I do not have the spirit of fear but of love, power, and a sound mind. Talk to yourself until your soul agree with you. No demons in you. You just need to agree with the word. This is why we're telling you practice righteousness. Practice righteousness. Don't practice at a low level. You should be reading the word every day. Why? Not what I'm looking for. I'm not... You should be reading the word every day because I'm a God. You should be reading the word every day because you should be praying. Come on now. You should be fellowshipping with gods. 
You should be fellowshipping with gods. Your problem is you hanging out with too many humans. You hanging out with too many humans. And they don't know who they are, and you following them. You listening to them. Yeah. Stop listening to them. God's fast. The Bible says you, you want to mortify the deeds of your flesh by the Spirit. Look at these commandments. Y'all, gotta, y- y'all not reading the Bible, are y'all? This is the whole purpose for us doing this. Okay? We gather here to train to become gods. There's no other way to grow to. There's no other place. He said conform. Conform. Find out what the word says and become it. Be transformed. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind, which means this. Your mind thinks one way, and then you keep putting the word, 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 then you find yourself all the way over here. We building gods. Did we substantiate the claim? Is it true and real? Amen. Let us pray.